Hi, you're listening to How to Delegate with a Looming Deadline by SeriousLeadershipCoaching.com, where leaders discover their authentic self. This is the second part of a two-part series on delegating, so welcome. It's so much faster for me to just do the work. That's something I have heard new managers say so many times, and that might be true in many cases. Remember, not everything needs to be delegated, nor should they be. So how do you determine what to delegate? Here's how. First, make a list of all the tasks that need to be completed. Now, on top of the page, write down the dollar amount per hour that you believe your time is worth. Now, compare each of the tasks on your list against this dollar amount that you have on top of the page. If the task is not commensurate with how much it would cost you to complete the task yourself, then you need to be delegating the task. As a manager, you not only manage people, you also manage a budget. So get smart about delegating. Would you hire a person with a PhD and pay them the rate for a director and have them do the work of an administrative assistant? It's the same thing. Okay, now you have a list of tasks that need to be delegated. For each task on your list, answer four questions. The first question, who? To whom should you delegate this task to? Think of all your team members. Who do you think has prior experience and competency to hit the ground running on this task? So there might be an avid learner on your team who could learn to complete the task. Now is not the time for that though. When you have a looming deadline, assign the task to someone whose strength lies in that task. Assigning a task to someone who wants to learn will become a disservice to both them and to your deadline. You won't be in a position to guide them appropriately to make the learning opportunity a fruitful one for them, nor will you end up meeting your deadlines. So it's going to be a lose-lose situation if you do that. So really delegate the task to the person who has strength in the area. The second question, what? What do they need to know? So now you've determined who you want to assign the task to. So what do they need to know? What are the pertinent pieces of information the team member needs to be successful? It's a good idea to incorporate strengths into this. So for example, if you have a team member um, who is someone that likes to know how the task fits into the larger picture, then make sure you give them that information in a few lines. This kind of allows them to start working on it immediately and produce results. If the team member is more detail-oriented, try and provide them with as much detail as possible. So in order to determine what the team member needs in order to do the work properly, you need to really understand their strengths. So once you know who you're delegating the task to, and you've figured out what information they will need in order to complete the task successfully, the third question you will ask is when. By when does this task need to be completed? My guess is that if it's crunch time, then your deadline is within the next few days. So do you really have an option to meet every day or to make sure everything is aligned before the final submission? Or is the task routine enough to simply be completed without having to review it? Letting your team member know that you may or may not have the time to review the work will ensure that they double check the work before submission. 
And what that does is it will also make them be more compelled to do great work because of the trust that you placed in their judgment. So when you trust your team and you let them know that there isn't going to be a second review, be rest assured that the product that they will produce will be top class. And finally, the fourth question is, what kind of follow-up is necessary? So does the task require you to meet every day to ensure that you're on track because of all the changes that need to be continuously incorporated before submission? Or is this something that requires just one midpoint check-in before submission? Um, And this is a conversation that you will have with each team member because a one-size-fits-all approach will not work for delegating. What happens when you don't delegate effectively? Well, it leaves your team members feeling invisible, negative, helpless, incompetent, feel like a failure, burned out, drained, trivial, absolutely incapable, stupid, distrusted, unworthy, useless, unfit, powerless, and completely ineffective. So by not delegating, if this is all the things that you're making your team feel, then good luck keeping your team engaged after that. So when you don't delegate, skills and energy on your team are underutilized, and then you pretty much kill the spirit of innovation. There's no mutual trust, and there's no development. It's completely eroded. Effective delegation enables everyone on the team to be working powerfully and moving the organization forward. Don't let a habit, the lack of skill in delegating, procrastination, your perfectionism, your distrust, or absolute laziness get in the way of delegating effectively for success. I know it's hard to recall all of these points, Um, to delegate effectively, especially when it's crunch time and and you're under pressure. So I created an easy-to-use delegation template, I call that Delegator, to ensure that you delegate effectively every single time. You can download the Delegator template from the link in the description. And once you use the template a few times, it will become second nature. So now it's your turn. As a new manager, what are some ways you learned how to delegate? Share your thoughts and expertise and help other new managers succeed. Until next time, this is your host, Dipti, signing off. Have a wonderful week and be authentic. Thank you for listening.